What is going on and welcome to the Power of Progression podcast. I'm your host, John Marone. Thank you very much for joining us on today's episode. And please do not forget to like, subscribe, follow the podcast, write a review, and then share it out to anybody who can take the value from today's episode and put it into their life. But now it is time to help you design the life you've always wanted to live, creating the ultimate version of yourself, and jump into the episode. So let's get it popping. What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of The Power of Progression. I cannot wait to introduce my next guest to you guys. His name is Brendan Myers. He's a social media influencer with over 2.5 million followers, and he's the owner of Create You Agency. After playing collegiate football, Brendan obtained his exercise science degree from Florida Atlantic University. Then he started his online career on YouTube. Now, after seven years online, he has taught hundreds of thousands how to work out without even needing a gym. And he's mostly known for Body Evo, which has transformed the bodies of over 10,000 people and still counting. Now, within a short six-month span, he actually had to overcome a lot. So two herniated discs in his lower spine, uh, a torn shoulder in four places, a hurricane hit in his house, losing his entire business team, losing his ability to move, addiction to pain pills, almost killing himself because of anxiety attacks while driving, stem cell surgery, losing 40 pounds. I'm sure there's a lot more he went through, but it's okay because he rose above it all and he's now an established online marketer. He now owns several businesses under the Create You Agency and continues to partner with influencers and business owners to build their business. He is here to help you create the ultimate version of you, give you actionable tools to be better today than you were yesterday. My man, Brandon, what is going on, brother? Yo, that was an amazing intro. What a, <laughs> that was a piece right there, man. What's going on? I'm excited to be on this. Yeah, man. I'm trying to get as good as, as, as Tom Billier, brother. He's, he's the man at intros. I tell you that. He's got like a nice teleprompter. You know what I mean? He's got people feeding him stuff, but he yeah. is... He, he is the ideal person I look at intros, but I'm glad you're here, man, and I'm really excited for you to kind of share your story and talk about the things you overcame, but really how you built these successful businesses and um, what you're currently doing. Let's kind of yeah. rewind, if you don't mind, before, before anything. I just kind of want to get people an idea of your upbringing, right? Yeah. Like, just get a little deep on, on you know, growing up at a younger age. What was your life like? Yeah, so growing up... Um it was, you know, I'm, I'm an athlete. I played all these different sports. I played baseball. I played golf for years. <laughs> golf, interestingly, interestingly enough, um, I played football. I played high school football. Um, you know, I, I went through my own little trials and tribulations growing up, uh, especially once I got into high school. You know, I got acne all over my face and I was really insecure. I was 119 pounds um, and I wanted to play football. And so, um, you know, I ended up really, really overcoming adversity in that sense and working out twice a day. I was, I followed my dad, everything that he did. I, I really just paid attention to my surroundings and took after what I saw in front of me, which is, you know, TV, NFL players, other, other people around me. And, um, so I went from, you know, really being a well-rounded athlete, MLG gamer at one point, um, which is a major league gamer. Yeah. And then going into high school, playing football, playing sports, going to college, um, and ended up actually, I suffered a really severe concussion between that almost killed myself during that stint, um, went through a lot there, 
um, played at Florida Atlantic University football. And then uh, I started my career on YouTube when I walked into my coach's office and I told him, hey, man, I don't want to play anymore. And the whole team was like, whoa, what? So uh, yeah, now, now I'm here seven years after that point um, and I'm thriving better than ever in Denver, Colorado. I love it. I was actually just out there speaking at an event over in Centennial in Denver, man. And I got snowed into that uh, snowstorm. So I got some bad blood right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. Um, but okay. So, so growing <laughs> up, man, you, you, it seems like you had a little bit of everything, right? Cause you had, um, you know, the, the awkward stages, which a lot of us do, but then, you know, the gamer versus, you know, you also were, were quote unquote the jock and when your whole life, and this is what it probably felt like. And the reason why I'm saying this, cause I think people have this happen to them feels like it's coming to a halt. Right. All this time we worked up to play football. Right. Or I worked up to get this job or whatever it might be. And you kind of hit that wall, which was for you, the concussion. Right. And said you basically can't play anymore. What did you go through in your mind and how did you make the shift to say it's OK? I'm going to go ahead and persevere and I'm going to do something else and be successful. Because I think a lot of people have that trouble. That one dream dies and they never, ever learn how to go ahead and actually shift gears and find yeah. something else. It's tough, man. It's tough. So um, really quick, you know, I suffered that concussion, ended up losing an opportunity to go play football at Vanderbilt, which is a hard blow to yeah. me. And I ended up going 30 minutes away to Florida Atlantic University. That's where I'm from. I'm from Florida. I lived in LA for four and a half years as well. And so, um, you know, that was that, that stint right there. I knew I wanted to play football. So I continued on my way as a walk-on. I didn't get a scholarship at that point. And I had to fight through adversity there. But then, you know, two years into it, or a year and a half into it saying, I don't want to play anymore and I'm done with this sport. Um, I went with my gut. I truly went with my gut. And it's funny because just recently, I would say about a year ago is when I really started to trust my intuition and everything has fallen into place, everything and more. And so when I was there and I walked in my coach's office and he said to me, turn around and I was starting, I was the starting wide receiver and we were going to play Florida. I believe it was the first game. I can't remember, University of Florida. Um, I was cool with it right at that time, because once I left that building and I really started to think about, look who you could have been and what I've been working for all my life. I was like, Oh shit, this is fucking real. This is real. What the fuck do I do? And so I started calling, I, I'm not even kidding. I emailed every single school in the United States for division one and division one, double a football contacted all of them within a week. And I got like different scholarship offers from all these division one, double A's. I drove up to North Carolina, A&T an all black school. Um, and it was a 12 and a half hour drive from Florida. I walked in there. I was there for four days. My parents flew home and then I called my dad four days after and I'm like, Hey, I'm coming home. I'm done with football. And at first, I, I had to like, you know, my coaches were calling me like, hey, you need to sign your papers. What are you doing? What are you doing? And I said, no, I'm just going home. At first, I wasn't unsure of myself. And that's one thing that I can tell anyone that's listening to this or watching this right now is, hey, trust your gut. Trust your intuition. I'm telling you 99% of the time, that's exactly what you need to be doing. And so for me, it was step away from the game. I shouldn't have even gone up to North Carolina A&T. I shouldn't have even contacted all these schools. But what I did was I went back home and then I went to a pull-up bar, random at a random park, and I tried to muscle up and I knew I had something that I wanted to do something and that was teach people how to train, body weight training, being that I was 200 pounds and, and bring that vision to life through YouTube and reaching people all around the world. Man, 
That's amazing. And talk about resourcefulness. That's, I think, what people need to take away from that is even though you didn't end up at that school because you made the decision, immediately you became resourceful um, and, and it, it didn't stop you. You know, I had a conversation with Jalen Smith, the, the Cowboys linebacker, and he yeah. talked about, you know, when, when the last game, basically right before he's about to get drafted and tears every ligament in his knee and all this other stuff. And he just said he knew in his gut what he needed to do. Um, and for him, it was staying on that track. And for you, it wasn't. And, and guys, listening to this, listen, you need to follow that intuition, follow that gut instinct of, of what you truly want to do and stop. Yeah. And, and what I think it is, man, and tell me if you agree, is you think that like people, when they start following their gut, all of a sudden their limited beliefs start creeping in and saying, don't, don't do that because their gut is telling them to do something that they're not used to, right? Or do something that's kind of yeah. scary. Do you, and, and did you have that happen to you where like your limited beliefs of whatever it might've oh. been that you went through were like, dude, don't follow your gut. Be, con- you know, be comfortable, be content. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, when you start doing something that, that is unnatural, anything that you do, it's just like, if you're going to start eating organic foods, what are you going to want to do? Oh man, I really want that cheeseburger. I want this or that, or from that, that fast food. Oh, I really want it until you form a habit. And so for me, it was uncomfortable as hell. It was for years. It was for years because I, I, I could not grasp what it meant to go with my gut feeling. Like I could not understand it. But once I started to with relationships, with my businesses, with my friends, with just going to eat something or like going out somewhere, if I just trusted my gut, it always just fell into place. And so it, it turned into an ha- a, a habit, right? It takes a while. It's not going to be comfortable, but that's the beauty of it. I moved from LA to here, Denver, Colorado, to start my Create You Agency podcast or the Create You Experience, right? This is so uncomfortable to me. It is so uncomfortable being in a different state that is so much slower than LA. I've been there for four and a half years. I have all my friends. I have all my family, everyone that I need plus more to grow and grow and grow there. But what's missing is that uncomfortable feeling. Like, why am I uncomfortable here? I want to get to the point where I'm comfortable in every city. I'm comfortable in every place that I travel to because I'm comfortable with myself through and through. And it's as simple as that. It's a habit. Form it now. That's it. Yes. And and our habits create our future, brother. And obviously it's creating yours, man. And and it's looking pretty, pretty damn bright from over here. You, Yeah, baby. All right. So um, when when I introduced you, I talked about, you know, obviously you're owning these businesses, you have create you. So, or I just don't understand where this six months ban came in. I was, I was trying to pinpoint it. Where did these yeah, yeah, six yeah. months kind of come into play where it was a pretty crazy time in your life? Yeah. So within one week, um, <laughs> this is, this is pretty funny, but, uh, this is about, I would say a year, a year and a half ago within one week, my, uh, girlfriend at the time and I broke up, we were living together. She moved out. I suffered two herniated discs, severe herniated discs in my low spine. Um, I tore my shoulder in four different places. And then I had fleas in my house because of the dog that we had, which by the way, I ended up going back to Florida and we, you know, I had to let go of, of the dog cause I wasn't there. Right. Um, support, right. Bring, be the supporter. So that happened within one week. And then it started, it was like wildfire. You know, I formed something in my throat where it feels like someone's pressing up against my throat all the time. I still have it to this day. Um, I went into the doctor for testicular cancer. I went to, and and thank the Lord, I do not have it. Um, 
you know, I, I had stem cell surgery on my, on my left shoulder, had a lot of complications with that severe complications. Um, I had sinus surgery. I had brain fog for a very long time. A hurricane hit us uh, in Florida. I had to move away from LA and go back to Florida. I lost my entire team. I lost my like everything, man. I lost 40 pounds. I started having urinary issues, which was leading to quadra equina, which uh, is a part of herniated discs. If it's severe enough where you can literally lose control of your bladder, your bowels, and completely, you can go into paralysis. And that's, that's permanent. Um, so thing, things were happening left and right. I, I mean, I walked out of my house and after the hurricane, and I got stung by a bee in my head and all my lymph nodes, I got like a lymph, a lymph node infection. Like, they all swelled up and they bothered me for months and months. I mean, I got addicted to pain pills. I started creating my own poppy seeds, like, like my own pain medication. Um, nothing was doing it for me. My heart rate was over 100 beats per minute for about a month and a half. I only slept 30 minutes per night. Um, I was shaking on the ground every day. I was literally planning out my death. I had MRIs on my brain, CT scans everywhere. And this is in a six-month period. And so... That was the most difficult point in my life. And I lost everything, or so I thought. Oh, so I thought. Because one night, I was thinking about killing myself. I was truly, I was watching the fan, and I was just watching it. I was really thinking about it. And I wanted to text my ex-girlfriend. I wanted to do all these different things. I was so angry and so upset. I couldn't move. I was crying. I said, you know what, Brennan, just go to sleep. Trust the process. Trust the fucking process. So I went to sleep. I woke up with five text messages. I had one text message from my uh, ART chiropractor who I needed for my rehabilitation in California. I, I woke up to another one, my acupuncturist in California that I, that I was going to that I really needed. And I haven't talked to him for years. I started getting, I, I got all these text messages and the most important out of all of them was a call or, or was a text from this, this young lady who was offering me a place to, to live in an apartment that was the most ideal situation. And I had a Corvette at the time where I could park my Corvette. I could do everything that I needed in California. I had everything that I needed and more in five text messages. Three of them were people that I haven't talked to in years. And so when I woke up and I saw that, I was like, I need to go in two weeks. I need to be out of here. Even though I could barely walk and I was having problems with my shoulder and I was having all these other issues, I knew all I needed to do was get up and go. And so what did I do? I moved to California. I moved back to California. I started my life up again. It was fucking tough. It was hard. But me, man, the way I think of it is, hey, if it, if it ain't tough, then you're not doing something right. And so this was my way of getting to the peak of my entire life. And from that peak, I created a, a flat surface and I'm never going down anymore. I never will ever again. And so now, man, I'm, I'm thriving. I built a business. I built a couple businesses. Um, and one of them, I made more money in one day than I did in a year. So like I, I started doing things and I started inspiring more people and impacting more lives. And my whole entire life transformed and flipped. And now I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I'm in Denver, Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you just dropped so much bombs in just that like three minutes. So two things I want people to take away from this, man. One is trust the process, man. Like you are so yeah. right. People don't need, they don't understand how they need to fall in love with the process. And the craziest thing is, is you said that bro, like right before one of the hardest times of your life, everything kind of built up 
And they always say the greatest things happen right after you want to quit. And for you, it was like completely quitting. Like it was completely like saying bye-bye to the world quitting. And so I think people need to realize that, that when it does get hard and whether it, it feels like it's the right thing or not, you need to keep pushing through because then you dropped the bomb on us where you said, if it ain't tough, you aren't doing it right. Right. If it ain't tough, then you aren't doing something right. And that, <laughs> it, it, people are looking for this magic pill. And I think the world we live in the instant gratification world, you know, and everybody posting their Stripe accounts online and, you know, everybody telling anybody they can make a million dollars in a week if they just join their, you know, program this and that. People look for that now and, and they want that. Um, and they're missing out on a point to, like you said, you, I mean, you had to start over, start from scratch. Yeah. And you amongst every other super successful person out there. And I, and I applaud you for pushing through. And uh, do, let me ask you, do you believe in manifesting? Oh, I believe in manifesting times a thousand. Like yeah. what you, your word is your world. It's as simple as that. Like everything that you put out into existence, who you talk to, what you say, like, even if you say, Hey, I can do this. I can, I can eat healthy. I, I will do this. Like everything that you use in your life day to day, it could even be when you're on the phone and you're talking to your mom and you're saying, Hey mom, I love going to sleep at 10 PM every night and waking up refreshed. You know what you're going to do? You're going to go to sleep at 10 p.m. and you're going to wake up refreshed. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Like, I, I, yes. people overthink just the process of our words. Your word is your world. There's nothing else to it. It's like what you put out, the energy you put out is what you're going to receive. And, and it's, yeah, that's as simple as it can be. Good and bad, right? Good and bad. The, the, that, the good word yeah. and the bad word, man. You know, you're right. Depending on what you put out there is what you're going to receive. And that's what I want to touch on real quick. When you're in that rut, like I've been in before and like a lot of my listeners may be in right now or they've been in before. It's very easy to fall into the victim mentality, man. And it's so easy to fall into that victim mentality. And we start manifesting the wrong things. We start talking negative and self-doubt. Did you have that victim mentality? And like, what the hell did you do to get past it? Because it's not easy for a lot of us. Um, I'm so curious on, on where you were in the victim versus victim mentality. And then obviously you got out of it. So what'd you do to get out of it? My whole life. And I'm not completely out of it. No way. There's no way I'm completely out of it. Right. I've been, it's just a habit of, of years and years, tens of like just years and years of me being a victim. I've been a victim of circumstances my whole fucking life. I've, I've, I've complained. I've been like, Oh, like, Oh, I stubbed my toe. Oh, this is like so horrible. Like people are dying around the world. What the fuck? Yeah. You serious? You know? And so now, now it's just, I always choose when I, when I'm hit with that, when I'm hit with the victim mentality, of course, it's a habit for so many years. It's going to come up, but what do I do? I shift. I literally choose in that moment. I'm like, nope, don't say it. Be impeccable with your word, Brendan. And being impeccable with your word is all about from your mind to what's coming out and what you're saying out to the world. Because it does start in your mind as well. If you have good, happy thoughts in your mind, then it's manifesting into good, happy thoughts and around you and energy. So um, I always have the victim mentality. I always have, but I just choose. You choose. And, and repeat one more time. What do you say to yourself to make the decision to go the opposite way of victim mentality? 
Okay. I actually, I never even, I didn't really touch on that. So when I am going the opposite way, I say, Hey, does this serve me and my vision and what I want to create? Do I, do I want my kids to hear me complaining about losing a hundred dollars or the person not pick, not getting the door for me or whatever it is? Like, do I truly want my kids to feel that? Do I want people all around the world, the seven plus billion other people in this world to be complaining about the same shit? Do I like when other people are complaining or being a victim? No, that shit's annoying. I hate it. So why would I do it to myself? Then I'm being a hypocrite. Yeah. And guess what? I'm not a man of my word. And now my word's my world. So I'm a hypocrite and I'm not true to who I am, my being. It's just as that. that. I love it. I love it. Guys, if you are not paying attention, he, he's asking himself questions. He's literally asking himself questions to get a better decision. And I always talk about what are some of the choices we make? How do you make better choices? Ask yourself better questions. My man, Brendan, is asking himself questions. And he's probably doing it, correct me if I'm wrong, daily, over and over again for different yeah. situations, right? I mean, oh, you're a very yeah. fit dude. So, like, when you want to eat the donut versus go ahead and have the protein shake, like, that dilemma is in your mind. So, what do you do? You ask yourself a better question, right? Yeah, and it, it's, it's tough. It's yeah. tough. I ask myself questions all day, and at first, it's exhausting, man. It's exhausting, right? But it's a habit. With anything that you do, it's just a habit. That's all. You start asking your questions, right? And, and you get exhausted from it. By the end of the day, you, you wonder, you're like, hey, do I need to go to the doctor? I'm exhausted by like 6 p.m. I need to go to sleep. But no, it's because you're asking yourself, you're, you're busy upstairs. You're busy upstairs. And the more busyness that you create upstairs, the more uncomfortable you become, is the more comfortable you're going to become with the uncomfortable. And now the habit is there and it's formed where you ask yourself questions. And it's just a normal thing. It's like, hey, Brennan, you're going to choose this way or that way right now. What does it say in my gut? Oh, my vision is this. Okay, I'm going with that vision. I'm not doing that. Yeah, it, it's all aligning, man. Like thinking about your gut, feeling your gut, then ask yourself, is that the right way? And go, man, that yep. is that is gold. You talked about being completely like dead at 6 p.m., right? I mean, you're just drained. What do you do to keep your energy at a high level in <laughs> order to make sure that you get all the shit done you need to get done for the day? Um, and, and in all equities of life, what do you do personally? Yeah. So, um, I, I do yoga. Number one, you, you want, you want to calm your, your mind down because you ever heard of when you sleep, the sleep debt, you ever heard of that? No. I, Tell me more. I don't know if it's bullshit, but like <laughs> basically if you don't sleep, let's say you, you only sleep six hours per night uh -huh. and you really want seven hours. It, it accumulates over time and how tired you become. So like you kind of need to pay back that debt with the amount you need to sleep. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little on the, uh, hypothetical realm. I don't know if it's true, but, um, I look at, uh, my day as kind of like, like debt. Like if I don't do something, if I don't do something, it like just adds on to, to like the chip on my, not a chip. It's not a chip at all. It's weight on my shoulders. And so I, I, chip away at that stuff by doing yoga or now I just got a guitar. I'm playing guitar. I'm playing guitar more or I go for walks or when I work out, I box, right? Or I do different things, forms, even nutrition. That's chipping away at all that heavy weight. The more you eat healthy, the more you're having great conversations with friends, the more you're going out with people, like 
the more you're doing the things that you love and truly enjoy outside of work, 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 because I'm a workhorse, like recreation, relationships, that's where it calms me down and allows me to really organize things throughout my day and complete everything and not feel like I'm bogged down and frantic all the time. Because if you're, if you're creating this, this frantic energy, what's going to happen with all your businesses or what you're working on or anything, it's going to be frantic and it's going to fail. You don't want it to fail. You want it to succeed. So that's the, yeah. In a nutshell. That's, and that's amazing, bro, because we talk about energy a lot on this podcast. People are like, man, you got so much energy, so much energy. And, and there's reasons, right? Affirmations, water, you know, the food I put into my body, you know, my workouts, my clarity breaks. And it's, it's very similar aligning with, with what you say. Uh, but after all that said and done, people still live this like unbalanced life. Now, you don't have any kids, right? No. Okay. So, you know, to me, I don't care if you have kids, you have a wife, you have a husband, it doesn't matter. I still feel like even at that point, there's still, I mean, even a heavier dosage of unbalanced, quote unquote, people out there. Do you feel like you have kind of a, a balance or integrated life with all your equities? Um, and if so, like, what do you do to kind of level that thing out so you're not, you know, lopsided? Yeah. So, so when you, when you talk about what, where are you talking balance? Balance in my life completely? Yeah. So, so balance between like your relationships, your work, your health, um, you know, your business. Yeah. How do you have all that tuned in to where you're not, you know, we know a lot of people probably listening right now, their business is thriving. Oh, but yeah. they're 50 pounds overweight, right? Or their business is thriving, they're 20 pounds overweight and their relationships in the dumps. Re so like, re how do you- Remember the manifestation? You yeah. remember the manifestation? You remember your vision? So I'm so clear on my vision and what I want to create that I will not, will not take a stand for the, alter, or the, the, the person, the Brendan negative 1.0 who- wants to bullshit and not do something that serves my vision. It's, it's as clear as that. I would rather die than not, than, than not be able to serve my vision. Like, why would I want to live and not accomplish the things that I want in my life? Mm. It's as simple as that. So what do I do? I, I set up like uh, different, different agreements with myself. It's like every week I'm going to go on a date or unless I'm in a relationship uh, or, or from a poly, poly, uh, Amherst, uh, <laughs> marriage, but you're but, in Denver, bro. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm in Denver. Um, so I'll go on a date or go out to lunch with a friend or go to yoga or go to boxing. I need to call someone new every single day that has nothing to do with business. Just talk to them. Like there's so many different things that I place in there. Maybe go look at shoes, but don't buy any shoes. Just go look at them. Go That's look at hard. cars. Go sit in your favorite car, Brendan, but don't buy that car because it doesn't serve you, but you get to feel it and you get to really experience it for a, for a short, maybe a 60, a zero to 60 drive. Maybe that was the thrill that I needed. So I really bring everything to a, to a, um, just an experience level, experiential level. And I organize and I tell myself, I need to do this every single week. Then my business stuff is, of course, I'm a hustler. I need to create this, or I, I want to create this. I want to build that. So that just falls into place. I like that, man. I, and you establish that before the week gets going, or is that happening throughout the week when you feel yourself kind of being yeah, so every, down? Every couple months, every couple months, every three months, you know, I have a, I have a list on my phone right now on, on my notes, on my computer that I, I literally, these are things that I need to do. Like, and I just create it and I'm like... And that's just what I got to do. And, and if I don't want to do it, 
it makes me feel bad. <laughs> you know, like, like if they don't do these things, I'm just not going to feel like I'm a hundred percent me and I'm not serving, I'm not serving my future. Pain you or know? pleasure, right? Yeah. yeah. That's the only reason why, why any of us make decisions, man, is that, is that pain or pleasure? And you, you, so you talked about, you know, you're running some businesses, but you have a pretty damn good following on social media. Yeah. And anybody uh-huh. listening to this needs a good following if you're running a business, right? Or at least a, I want to say a huge following, but you need a good niche of following to where you have a decent amount of your clients, right? Your avatar that are following you. What did you do, man, to really build up your awareness on social media? What do you do currently? Like, what are some tips and tricks these guys could take away from it on any social media platform? Whatever one you feel like um, people are missing a boat out on or you feel strongest about that people can go ahead and actually put into their social media to start doing a little bit better on there and yeah. getting more followers, comments, so forth. So, so before I, I do go into that, I yeah. want to say you actually don't need a following to really build a, a strong business. I don't, I, I don't agree with that. Hey, we can be friends and we can be homies and like do incredible things. But at the same time, I believe everybody can build a business online. I truly believe that. And the reason being, I own a business called the Creative Fitness Academy and I teach people how to build their online business. And I would not be able to sell that to people in my heart if I didn't truly believe at the end of the day that you don't need a a, a a big following at all, right? Let's say you have 200 people because this is how I started. I had 11 likes on my, on my Facebook post and now I have 2.5 million across social. I have 810 on YouTube. You know, I, I have 1.4 or 5 million on Facebook and you know, I have all these different things. So like what, what I believe is every person is worth so, so much. Every relationship you have is worth money. They could be $5,000, they could be $10,000, but there's a worth to every person. So when you're looking at your Facebook page, I have friends that only sell to their Facebook friends. People from high school that are willing to buy $500, $1,000, any of their products. It's because they're, they're just creating a, a, a want, right? With something that, fits them. That, that fits their need, you know, as well. Like, so it's a want and a need thing. Right. And so, um, I just wanted to put that out there that there's always ways Facebook ads, you have all these native ads, you have advertising across the board. You can go to conventions, you can go to meetings. You can make yourself seem like you're the most successful person in the world manifestation and go and yeah. talk to people and get them to literally buy into whatever the fuck you're, you're selling. Coaching. As long as you have conviction in what you're selling, right? Yeah, right, right. And, and you don't want to be an asshole and, and lie about anything. Like, I do not swing with that. But I just, wanted to, I just wanted to put that out there. Like, if you have good intentions and what you're doing is true and, and you're honest, the integrity is there and everything, like, do it. You know, so, um, but one of the best ways that I've found to really, really bring my social media to life is consistency, number one, so important. So be very, very consistent with your posting, uh, whether it's on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, whatever it is, consistency is so number one. I've been so consistent with my social up until about two and a half years ago or two years ago. Then I went through that stint, didn't post for eight months. You know what happened? A lot of shit happened. I get like a lot of things. Yeah, everything started going down and then I came back and then I released a series and I, I stopped and then, I, and then people are like, what the, like, I can't trust this person. That's what it turns into. I can't trust this person. 
So consistency builds trust, number one. Remember, you're a man of your word or you're a woman of your word, which means you show up at all times. You show up. When you tell someone you're going to be somewhere at 6 p.m., if you tell your audience you're going to be somewhere at 6 p.m., they trust you. It might not be about the numbers. It's not about the numbers. It's not about the 10,000 people or the 1,000 people. It's about the 200 people. It's about the eight people. Talk to the eight people. Don't talk to the 20,000 people because it doesn't serve what you're, what you're selling and what you're creating. So this is what I say, consistency number one. Number two, bring value. Don't be a dick bag. Don't bring some, some bullshit like where it takes you five minutes to create and you're like, oh, fuck it, I'm just gonna release this and, and I hope this person like succeeds or whatever. That's not being true to yourself and who you wanna be and, and what you wanna create. If it is true to who you are, which I don't believe anybody is like that, then so be it. Continue on what you're doing, you're gonna fail eventually. But bring value, bring a lot of value, like over deliver. I mean, I'm creating content every single day. I'm creating workouts for people on Instagram, like swipe workouts, nonstop. And I'm not getting a dime from it. I'm just helping people because I know my vision is supported by what I'm doing with my trainings and my workouts as well as building businesses with the Create You Agency. I know it is. It's all intertwined. So number one, consistency. Number two, bring that value. And number three, number three, just go with your gut. Go with your gut. If, if your mind is telling you or your gut's telling you Go move to a different state and pursue this and it makes no sense to you. Why not? Why not? I, I get it. Like, you know, families, you know, you have, you have a family, you know, everyone has families. Some people have kids. Some people don't have kids. Like whatever it is, I, I understand that point of it. And you have to weigh your options. You get to, you get to, you don't have to, you get to weigh your options. You have a blessing to, but, but what if you didn't do it? What if you didn't go? I was talking to somebody at, at a, a local auto nation. He's going to be putting tires on my new Jeep. I got a new Jeep. I'm pretty excited about that. And he, he, was, uh, he was telling me, you know, oh, I don't have a Jeep anymore because I have kids and, and I, have, uh, you know, I, I have a family now. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't have a Jeep because of that? That's a blessing. You should have a Jeep because of that. And immediately I shifted his perspective and I said, hey, man, not only are you saying that, but then I asked him a question. I said, do you want to own your own business or do you want to build your own like, like private business for building Jeeps up? And he's like, yeah, man, I always would I'd love to do that. And it was in some way of a response like that. And I said, you see, it's way deeper than, why, than you not having a Jeep. You don't have a Jeep because you feel like you're trapped and you can't proceed and really dig into your vision. You think that you're held back, that, you, that it's impossible. But the truth is, it goes deeper than that. Not only do you want a Jeep so your family can ride in it and enjoy that, but you want to work on your Jeep. You want to work on other Jeeps. You want to create multiple businesses that works on Jeeps and makes them look really, really cool. I mean, it goes so deep and it really comes down to trust within himself and the belief that he can actually do that. And that's the interesting part behind it is that it's not about all this front end bullshit. It's not about, oh, I wish I had a Jeep or I wish I had this business. It's about, I don't truly trust myself enough to, to take that next step. And even further than that, it's from our childhood. Somebody affected me in my life when I trusted myself 
and said, no, you can't do that. And then I failed or he failed or she failed in that moment. And then they never wanted to cross that path again because they felt like it's impossible. This can never happen. And now it manifested into what? It created a habit into, I can't open up my own Jeep. I can't even get a Jeep for my family because I can't have fun. And that's it. That, that is so good, guys. Limited beliefs become your reality. It, and, and, and honestly, limited beliefs are stronger than the real reality, right? So um, I think what that turned into was, was more of letting people understand, like, first off, you talked about go with your gut. And I think what that comes down to is we talked about this earlier. It's just that, that limited belief that's trying to crush us. But you, you probably go with your gut if you want to move. So I moved from Jersey to Dallas. Oh, sweet. And I didn't know what to do at that point, right? Like, I mean, I went through a lot of trial and tribulations and I said, I, I think I'm going to make this move. And I was still kind of going back and forth. I had my friends there and everything. It was the best move I've ever made, man, by far. I mean, my life exponentially got better when I did it. And I asked myself that question of, of and actually it was my sister that actually brought it up. And she was like, you know, would you regret going and not working out versus staying here? Like, what would you regret more? Like staying here and never knowing right? Staying complacent. And guys, this doesn't need to be moving. This, this could be literally at your current job, what you're currently doing. She asked, would you regret staying here and living the life that you currently know more than going out and actually taking a risk? Because Johnny, guess what? You know, what's in Jersey, right? You know, what's back home. Yep. The problem is you don't know what's on the other side. And I don't think you can live with that. Can you? And I was like, damn it. She's right. Yeah. And from that moment on, man, it just changed, changed my world. You, caught yourself saying something and talked about your word, right? Your word. You said, I have to, then, well, we don't have to, you get to, I have a whole series on my Thursday episodes about words matter. What uh, words do you hear people say, or maybe you used to say that you've just cut out of your life and what did you replace it with <laughs> to benefit you, to Dude. empower you to make better decisions, to live a you know, more fulfilled life? Fuck man, you're getting me to think. You're requiring me to think on this, on this podcast. So um, I, I did not put that in disclaimer, by the way, before you came on here. Sorry. No, that's cool. I, no, I don't care. It's fine. Um, so won't, won't is a word that I just don't like to use. I just don't like to use it. Won't, I won't do that. Or I won't, because it, it almost, it almost aligns with can't it almost aligns. It's like pretty close to that. It's like, when you say I won't do that, a lot of it comes from, Ooh, I actually can't do it, so I won't do it, so I won't try it. And I also don't like try, the word try. When you say, oh, you know, I'll try it. What the fuck? That means you're, ha- you're, you're one foot's in, one foot's out. What the fuck? You're, you're going to go try that. What do, what do you mean you're going to go try that? No, yeah. go do it. Go do it. 100%. Go all in. You know what I mean? So um, those are a couple words. Also, have to. I do not fuck with the word have. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm having half a bagel, gluten-free baby, I'm all in. But you know what I mean? But, but like, if I have to do anything, then I, then I don't want to do it. You know, Obligation versus opportunity. Yeah. Then, I, then that's when I would be like, I can't or I won't because I have to. And yeah. I'm... I'm I move the I move the power stick. Nobody else does in my life. I move the gears. Nobody else has the gears. No one else has the steering wheel. I have the steering wheel. So my my word uh, is my world. And so uh, let's see other other words. What are some words that you use that you don't 
you don't like. So obviously can't, right? That's that, that's that, that one of the big ones is something I totally cut out. Um, I don't allow it in my life. So anybody that says it around me, I give them a fair warning and it's like, Hey, look, we don't utilize that word. You may say it, but you need to catch yourself and you need to rephrase it. Um, I don't let my child do it. Um, she's only two and she really can't say words. But if I hear like the, the like, even if it just sounds like it, I'll try to, <laughs> you can be saying that. Right. So can't, um, should stop shooting all over yourself. Right. Should is a must. Right. Cause it's always like, man, I should probably grab my phone before I leave. And what happens? My ass always forgets it. Right. Yeah. I should do this. I should do that. So it leaves open an invitation to not do it versus I must do that. So shouldn't all over myself. I stopped doing that. No longer will I say can't. I, the have and get to, I'm a huge, yeah. huge, huge believer in that. The big one for me, bro, it was actually, I was instilled with this, never knew it was a problem until probably about three years ago. It is what it is. It is <laughs> what it is. And, it, and I and use I that like, though, man. I, I use look. I use that, but I really, I know where you're going. I would love to hear this. Tell me. Yeah. So, so growing up, you know, it is what it is. It was always like this, man. So it's like, Hey Johnny, we don't have the money to pay for the bills, but it is what it is. Hey, you know, I told you we're going to go on vacation. You know, we don't have the money. It is what it is. Hey, we got to move out and go to a different place. It is what it is. Um, it is what it is to me is accepting failure without any kind of movement or action towards making a difference towards doing something to not have that happen again. So every time I hear myself saying it, instead of it is what it is, I instead say it is what I make it. And what do I make of it, John? So instead of, you know, let's just say I couldn't pay the bills. Instead of it is what it is, no, okay. It is what I make it, and what do I make of it? Okay, I can go ahead and I can, I start coming up with solutions to my problem. Mm. And that's how I made the shift and it's, it's, it's a big game changer for me now, obviously, it's a personal thing for me because it happened in my life for so long. And now it's like you, I could hear it from a mile away. I don't never heard it like I've heard it before because I'm so conscious of it now. Uh, but that's, that's why I do it. And that's kind of how I shifted it. So, so I want to I counter that. Yeah. So I think it's also the perspective on it is what it is, right? Because mm -hmm. I feel like there is always a positive part to, to these type of things, right? So like someone that says, I have to do something might actually have a positive outlook on it. Right. And, and the have might actually be in their life, the get. And so I, I never, I, I never like to close myself off to these other possibilities and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's cool to think of it because it is what it is. Check this out. Could come with a positive. It could cause it could come with, with um, like you're going through a really tough situation and like doctor comes in and says, Hey, we're going to have to chop off your big toe. And you say, it is what it is. And you smile. That's so yeah. powerful within itself, you know? Yeah. It's perspective. So yeah. Perspective. And so I think the reason why it's better to just go with, uh, let's not say those words or let's not say those phrases because 99.9999% and that's a rough estimate and approximation is not tested. <laughs> or research, just gonna put that out there. <laughs> Yet. Yet. Those, that 99.9% .9 of people can't shift, or sorry, I just used can't, yeah. won't, and choose not to. Choose shift. not to, yeah. And it really does, it, like they, they choose not to, but, and, and the reason why I use can't, I use can't loosely here, is mm -hmm. that they can't because they won't. 
because yep. they choose not to pursue it is what it is as a positive word or have to as a positive connotation of what they're doing, you know? So I, yeah, I look at it from a, a different spin on it and I always like to keep my mind open because dude, like I, we could talk about something else that I I'm super open to like, but we shouldn't get into it on this podcast. Well, I think that's, I think we should definitely chat about it on another one because <laughs> I think what it comes down to though, it boils down to is perspective and our perspective comes from, our experiences, right? What we've been through, kind of like homeboy with the, uh, um, you know, the Jeep, right? Yep. His perspective of the situation was different. Now you gave him a new perspective. So same with words, right? If you have the perspective, of it is what it is. And you're able to understand that there's power behind that for you. Right. And, and, and you utilize it into a different tone and you have a different mindset with it, then yeah, I mean, we need to change perspective. Um, for me personally, and I think for a lot of people that we've been cultured and conditioned with certain words that have bad outcomes, that if we we're just aware of what those words were, it's easier to change the word sometimes and change perspective, but also it's vice versa. Sometimes it's easier to change perspective. So I think it comes down to well, what the hell is going to work for you yes. to make it happen. You know, I don't, I don't think there's one way versus the other is better, man. There's a thousand ways to Sonic. It's, I it's love that. two to three things. What's going to work for you? Because Try one, then try the other, try the other. What feels best? What are you going to actually yes. take action on? Go with your gut. Go yes. With your gut. Go with your gut and whatever that is, boom, you got it, brother. I love uh, it. I love yes. it, man. This All is right. sweet. <laughs> so let's tell people what you got going on, man. Like, obviously, you're working on some things and, and I know you got a podcast coming out. So yeah. tell everybody, tell us a little bit more about your business and your podcast. Let's dive into so that. So by, by, by the time everyone's listening to this right now, um, my podcast is out. It's called the create you experience. It's on YouTube. It's also all across all audio platforms. It's all about bringing your vision to life and really tapping into everyone and everyone. So would love to have you on, uh, come out here, fly out to Denver, Colorado for one day and we'll film a couple podcasts together. And what it, what it's all about is it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter your race, what situation you're coming from. What matters is the vision that you have in your mind and the passion you have behind that, moving the train forward. That's what it's about. And you have an opportunity because you're living, because you're alive. And so I want to bring everyone's vision to life from A to Z. And I believe, I personally believe every person that I come in contact with, everywhere I look, social media, whatever it is, I have the power because I trust my gut and my intuition is so strong. And because I've, I've experienced so much bullshit, I've experienced so much great stuff. I've, I've lost it all. I've gained it all. I really believe in everyone's vision from like even homeless people on the streets. I believe in their vision and I want to bring a homeless person on, onto the podcast and I want to bring their, I want to strategize and give them the, everything, the structure and how you can make it happen. Even John, if I can help you in any way, shape or form, I would love to, even if it's, let's just say you're, you're making millions and you want to bring it to 10 millions or whatever it is, or you want to help and impact more people. Or you want to open something up in Africa, or you want to inspire this person. Or you want to get, become a, a better dad, or you want a better relationship with your mom or your brother or whoever it is. I want to bring your vision to life by you seeing how possible it is. Not from my words and how powerful I am. I know who I am. I know what I can do. I know what I'm capable of, but I'm no different than you. We're the same fucking people. And that means that if I can do what I'm doing today, 
and very successful owning multiple businesses and bringing influencers businesses to life and doing all these different things, you can too. And if that's the NFL for you, and if that's going to play basketball, or if that's being a videographer, it doesn't matter if that's just a relationship with your dad that beat you when you were a kid, then so be it. We're going to get to that because it's possible. I never, ever, ever discount any person, even a murderer, even a murderer, because there, there's a reason why that person is a murderer. I don't even believe in ADD and ADHD and all that bullshit. I don't believe in that shit. Do I. I don't believe in this stuff. I think everything and anything is possible with your mind. And your mind is literally the controller of everything around you. Your energy, everything, your words, your world. Simple. Man, that is gold right there. And I, I'll tell you what, man, even just when you're talking about it, that passion, the reason why I know you're going to continue down this path and, and do whatever it is for people that they need to, to, to happen for them in order to you know, have that fulfillment in their life is because you are so damn passionate about it. Like you literally were coming through the screen <laughs> and I just kind of sat there in a trance, just like watching the passion flow from you. And it was, it was exhilarating, even though I sat here just kind of like a stone because I just felt it so much. And I appreciate what you're doing for this world, brother. Thank you. Um, and, 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 you know, I pay respect to the obstacles that you overcame because of those things. You are who you are today and who you will be tomorrow and forever. And I, I just, I'm excited to continue to watch this growth and, and obviously connect with you. But um, this podcast that, that you have, man, is going to be fire. It's going to be <laughs> fire. Um, and, and it's going to bring you more opportunities, I think, than you think. And by opportunities, I don't necessarily mean money. I just see even more fulfillment in your life. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm super stoked to watch it. Thank now, you so much. Before we wrap up here, I always ask all my guests to – Basically, give my audience, for those who weren't taking notes, bring a pen and paper out now, three things, just three things in any area of life that they could implement as soon as they're off this podcast, three things that they could implement, tools, resources, whatever it might be, to be better today than they were yesterday. Three things, any equity, go for it, brother. All right. Number one, if there's one person in your life that you don't have a relationship with, but you absolutely love, love, love. It could be your brother, your sister. It could be your cousin. It could be your dad. I want you to go call that person right now. Once you get off this podcast, once you stop listening to this and listen to them, ask them questions. If there's any type of energy between you guys that is like holding you back, your relationship back. If you want your mom to be your best friend, go and make her your best friend. It's possible. So just call her, just call her. That's number one. Number two, just go. Just go, whatever your career is, whatever your, your passion is, just go. Just trust it. Just trust it. Literally, if, if it's building fences around houses with funky wood, fucking go build that funky wood fence. <laughs> go build it. Just go do it. And number three, practice something that is going to bring you stillness in your mind and in your life. And if that's yoga, do it. If that's nutrition, do it. I do suggest nutrition. That's number four. But do something that's going to bring a stillness because you know what causes cancer? You know what causes disease? You know what causes the downfall of your relationships, your friendships, and everything? Stress. Stress is the leading cause of everything in our lives. I truly believe that. 
I'll literally have an argument with a doctor. I'll have a debate with a doctor about this. I believe stress is the main cause of everything. Like, don't bullshit me and tell me it's not, man. Because when you're stressed, when you're tired, like, and you're frustrated and you're telling yourself all these words, you die. You die inside. When you die inside, what happens to the outside of you? You can start getting pimples. You start getting like wrinkles in places you've never had before. You start getting pains or aches. You find a bump somewhere. How the fuck did that thing grow? You know, like you start like losing your eyesight a little bit. You know why? Because your vision isn't clear. <laughs> oh boy. You know, you know what I mean? Like, so think of it from that perspective, man. So that, that's number three is, is find stillness in your life. Invest, create that equity. So that when you're 60 years old, you're thriving and you're feeling good and you're doing jumping jacks, waking up because you know that your son or daughter is achieving something that's incredible and empowering and they're, they're transforming the world. Because your legacy is through your energy. It's not through who you, like your face. It's not through your skin color. It's not through that. It's through your energy. It's what you bring to the world. And that's where the legacy lays. Man, I... <laughs> that hits home, man. Finding stillness. Every single one of these, it, it, it's legit gold. Like that one person to call, you know what I mean? That you just want to mend a relationship, whatever it is. Ah, it's so good. And, and just go. And then last but not least, practice stillness. When you, when you talked about stress and where your sickness comes from, that hit home to me. Um, there's, there's certain things that cause stress in my life. And every time there's something that happens with me sickness-wise, it's usually the same thing. Um, and you know, practice and stillness is hard because we are such in a world of distraction. So uh, like my man, Brendan said, you know, do these three things. And, and in the end of the day, you know, your legacy is created off your energy. And, and I, I, <laughs> I absolutely appreciate it, man. So let's tell everybody where these guys can go creep on you, where they could stalk you. Tell them all your social media handles, uh, website, everything. You know, I don't need much, man. Just look up, just look up my name, Brendan Myers, B-R-E-N-D-A-N. M-E-Y-E-R-S. I don't need to tell you about anything. I don't need to sell anything here. Like I'm just here to bring love and, and, and passion and stuff to what you're doing and what you're creating. And I love your podcast. I love what you do. The ultimate one-on-one coach. You're a great <laughs> father. I already know you're a great father. And, and everyone listening obviously shares the same appreciation that I do for what you're doing. And anyone that, that's creating anything for anyone online that's free like this, and it's gold. It's beautiful. So uh, just type in Brennan Myers. If you want to check me out? I'm on Instagram. It's the B Myers, but just look up my, you'll, you'll see me. You'll find me. I'm loud. I'm loud. I'm bright. 2.5 million, uh, million followers. You're definitely going to find you. And what's the name of the podcast again? The create you experience with the letter U. It's the create you letter U. Create you experience. Perfect. I'm going to go ahead and put that into the show notes as well. So man, before we jump off here, any last words of wisdom you want to drop on these guys? Oh, I, I feel like I've said a lot, but you said a lot, just, definitely, but there's always more. I just want to say this, like, just go fucking be you. Just be you. You know why I curse? Because I don't give a fuck. I don't. <laughs> I don't care because this is me. This is the authentic me. I go and dance in the streets. I rap. I rap half the day. I go and I, I, I attempt things that just don't even make sense. I literally will sit there with somebody that's handicapped sitting in a wheelchair who went overseas and got hurt there and learn all about their story and take three hours out of my day and miss two meetings because I'm just interested and that's what I want to do. So do what you want to do. And that really comes down to 
understand and learn about yourself. And if that's going to a program, like I went through a legacy program called MITT, Mastering Transformational Training. Awesome. Um, if it's something like that, find out more about yourself and who you truly are and who your being is. Because once you are who you are to the core, joyous, remember when we were babies, what did we do? We were fucking joyous or we cried to try and get someone's attention, right? But we were joyous babies. So get back to that joyous self. It's possible. It's just you have layers of onions that you got to peel back and it's going to bring you a lot of stinging to those eyes, but you'll make it and that core is there and there's not going to be any more onions holding you back from really cooking. So get to it. (laughs) Yes, my man. Thank you so much, man. Once again, I appreciate you guys. Go follow him. Go subscribe to his podcast Um, and do me a favor, guys, please please take action and just go, like he said, on something that he talked about today. You know, we sit up here and we talk, we talk, we talk, we try to add value. And people say thank you to us a lot. But the biggest thank you we can get is when you implement the ideas, the the tools, the resources that we've given you guys. So please go ahead and implement something that he had said today. Um, Number two is please go ahead, if you haven't yet, subscribe to the podcast, write a review on something that he had said that maybe struck home for you. And then last but not least, let's give back to the world. And if somebody you know needs to hear this podcast, please share it out. Share it out and let them know that there is message in here for them. Uh, But other than that, you guys know where to find me at Real John Marone. Um, Until next time, guys, keep creating the ultimate version of you and make sure, make sure you guys catch the next episode. Let's go!